Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk about things that help our small, medium-sized nonprofits do more good in their community and for those that they serve. Um, It's just a solo episode with me today. You don't get a guest. I apologize. Um, but it is uh, a release day on uh, on Giving Tuesday. We just had Thanksgiving and we got our end of year coming up screaming towards the end of the year. So I feel I feel like we can just have a conversation today about what our game plan is, um, uh, just a little bit of information going forward and how I can help you walk through the chaos that is clearly being uh, inundated in your inbox, I am sure, on a regular basis. Um, let's talk a little bit about right out of the gate, because we're content heavy here, right? A little bit about Thanksgiving. Um, it's a wonderful time to go see all your friends and family, or not. Um, and it is uh, wonderful because then you get to go see all of the hype that goes around um, sort of your Black Friday, your Cyber Monday, and of course, your Giving Tuesday. So are you an organization that participates on Giving Tuesday? And what are you doing? Um, frankly, I would say if you haven't prepared prior to, don't worry about it. It's a giving day. It's just a day of the year. For those of that you are participating in Giving Hearts Day, let me tell you this. What you do after is exponentially more important than what you're doing day of. Let me explain. Yeah, you need gifts in. Yeah, this is kind of one of those spark moments like, oh, yeah, inspire people to give. And that's totally fine. Totally fine. But what you really want to make sure you are doing is following up with leads or individual donors who give. Um, this is probably not their first rodeo. It's probably something that was inspired by them, either uh, seeing you uh, in an advertisement or maybe it was um, they saw somebody else and that your organization reminded them that they needed to give to you. It might be their first gift in a very long time. It might be that they've given a whole bunch of times and you need to know that because you need to follow up based on what their history of giving, if any, is. So let's go through a couple of scenarios because I know I hope this helps because if you're you know listening to this in the background as you're saying thank you to all your donors right away as the gifts come in, good on you. If you are going to look for like, hey, what can I do tomorrow? Great. Pick up the phone. We talk about this a lot on the podcast. I get it. Pick up the phone. People don't expect a phone call after they give a gift online. They expect an email. Great. They expect a social media post. They don't expect you to pick up the phone and say, hey, listen, we've been watching our inboxes furiously all day. Your name popped up. I just wanted to call and say thanks. 
What you do means a lot to our organization. Gifts of every single size matter, especially today. And I wanted to reach out and wish you not only a happy holiday season, a great new year, but specifically I wanted to say thanks. That's going to go a long way. You actually might get an extra gift by the end of the year if they're still in the giving spirit, but you're setting yourself up for a 2022 meeting or a conversation that's going to extend well beyond one giving Tuesday. I think the organizations that don't do well on giving days or who are frantic throughout the year don't have a game plan for follow-up and don't have sort of a path forward for each one of their donors. You do not need a multi-million dollar marketing department that is uh, key to any success. You need a phone, you need a roadmap, you need a framework, and you just need somebody to do it. And these thank yous and these follow-ups and these conversations about impact on what your gift did can be done with board members and volunteers and other staff members, maybe program leads, whatever the case may be. You can get other people to say thank you. It's not that big of a deal. Who says thanks? But it really matters if you do. And then how can you get them involved more? Is it donating time? Is it uh, being a cheerleader for your organization's sharing posts and sharing opportunities? Uh, Asking you to come speak uh, at either the Rotary Club or whatever the thing that they're involved with. You won't know what opportunities arise unless you ask. And unless you ask, uh, you need to pick up the phone and have a conversation with them, a great lead-in to say, hey, thanks for your Giving Tuesday gift. The the moral of the story is everything you do after that gift that sparks a conversation is way more important than the initial gift there. Because what you want to do is get them back time and time again. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is if you build rapport aggressively. Uh, And that's going to require you a little bit of work and the back end. But again, they're going to give regardless today on Giving Tuesday. They're not necessarily really interested in doing, you know, anything else unless you spark that in their brains and they're going to. So just a little helpful hint that don't overly stress out about today. Uh, It will happen. It will be a thing and you will get through it and it's going to be awesome. So don't worry about it. But do worry about what you do tomorrow and going forward. And then really, what's your plan in 2022? You want to make sure that you get them a note, whether it's a handwritten note or a letter or some sort of thing. You want to let everybody who don't knows who donates today on Giving Tuesday what their impact is here in the first part of the year. Get them activated right away. That's going to be really critical to them either giving or being interested in events you've got coming up in 2022, all that kind of fun stuff too. So just make sure you've got a game plan, follow said game plan, and then go. Um, The topic that I have been chatting about a lot, whether it's on air or actually just in casual conversation is cryptocurrency. I know it is super nerdy. I totally understand that. Um. But if you as an organization are not paying attention to the significance of of what holdings people have in crypto and the value of their holdings in crypto, and if you aren't able to take or um, solicit individuals who have cryptocurrency, if you aren't able to accept donations, you need to start 
immediately. And I got a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about because it's super nerdy. I, bear with me, but it's so important. Um, there is a massive surge in the crypto market here in this past year. Okay. Massive. And what that has done is it has fueled charitable giving. Big organizations, UNICEF, Red Cross, uh, United Way, they're all able to take cryptocurrency because they've invested the time, energy, and effort. And if you need you know, uh, some, some hints, one of our past guests um, uh, you know, have set up donation pages just specifically for cryptocurrency. You need to check that out. Um, do your due diligence and get something on your giving page that allows you to take crypto. Everybody who is a major player in the nonprofit world is doing it. Okay. They're embracing all this giant shift towards connect, connecting all of these crypto platforms with the availability to give year-round donations. You're just looking for a first-time gift, right? Just, just start, start with us. Here are some interesting facts. Uh, number one, 45% of people who hold cryptocurrency have donated a thousand dollars or more to nonprofits in 2020. Compare that to 33% of all investors, 45% of individuals who have crypto wallets donated $1,000 or more. That's quadrupled since 2018, okay? 275 million dollars in cryptocurrency has just been reported out that from Fidelity's charitable giving thing, and we'll, that's a whole other handful because we you don't necessarily like any of these uh, sort of charitable entities that are pass-throughs, but that's, that's a, a quarter of a billion dollars in crypto is getting to the fundraising arm of Fidelity. That's a massive amount of money, okay? So if you're not in on this, you are losing out on a share of money that could be used for good in your community. And even if you don't understand how blockchain works or how crypto works, know that it is cash that you can use to further your organization. I would, I would highly suggest you do a little bit of research on this. But here's some other facts, okay? Um, millennials are more charitably inclined and more likely to invest crypto than any baby boomer or Gen X counterparts. I'm a Gen Xer, I think. I think I am. But in in in, in these uh, these crypto markets, millennials have built wealth that is in a crypto wallet, cryptocurrency wallet. They've got wealth there, and they're actively looking for places that they can donate to. And if you are not able to take or accept crypto donations, they're going to find people who do. They're going to go to the Red Cross. They're going to go to Save the Children. They're going to go to International uh, Animal Rescues. They're going to go to uh, uh, cancer research groups that are doing this, UNICEF, big national uh, groups. Okay, They're going to seek them out. They're going to seek them out. Okay. Um, that's why it's so important that you need to do this. Uh, Pat Duffy over the giving block uh, was a guest here on the official do good better podcast. And he was talking about how simplifying any blockchain, a blockchain technology to a landing page is critical because we want to simplify it for people who have no idea what the hell this is, but who want 
to help. Okay. So uh, you go and uh, listen to the episode. We'll drop a link in the uh, in the comments uh, or in the in the show notes. Uh, but they've got 600 nonprofits they've already set up. If you're not one of those 600 nonprofits, there is an opportunity for you to get there, right? So you here's what here's what blockchain is interesting because you can it's public ledger, so you know exactly what they're doing with the donations and how people's funds are being used because it goes it, it's it's proven. So this is the interesting part about uh, crypto technology and really where this uh, giving is headed in the near future is that's a fascinating thing to know exactly what their, uh, where your gift is going and what your gift is doing because you can track it. You know exactly where it's coming from. Um, the last thing I will say about um, crypto uh, currency, and that's what it is, are, um, are, 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 are NFTs. So you're probably, um, you've probably heard some of these things where somebody will put a picture of like a gorilla, like an eight-bit picture of a gorilla, and people will bid on it, and they're worth like thousands of dollars now. And NFTs are essentially uh, snapshots, digital snapshots that you own. They're going to be the future of what we, um, uh, you know, sort of Facebook and uh, and Instagram. Uh, you're going to own what you did, right? So let's just say you go to, this is going to give you an example, because NFTs are a very complicated thing too. You get lost. You imagine like TikTok for super nerds. That's what going in the NFT rabbit hole is on YouTube. So I'm simplify this for you. So if I go to a Metallica concert and I have a, a snapshot of my uh, ticket to Metallica show, that is essentially an NFT. It's a collectible to me, right? So I'm going to collect a ticket. And so instead of a physical ticket, I've got a digital ticket. If it's a selfie with me and uh, Lars, the drummer, because I got backstage, I've got that. I snap a photo and put it into, you know, just sort of like a little saved file. That saved file is now an NFT that I could sell or people can look at or people can also have or they can like on it. This is the whole weird world we're living in. Well, what uh, the National uh, World Wildlife Fund uh, did in Germany is actually launched a uh, an NFT um, auction. So, what they did is they they auctioned uh, NF, NFTs to raise money, um, and that was a weird thing. Uh, the uh, there's a Street Code Academy, which is they offered uh, philanthropic NFTs. Um, they gave all the money to underserved um, BIPOC community leaders in the uh, in the tech and the tech industry. Like that is a thing that is going to happen. So if you, uh, I think we'll get as NFT guest on the show because I think I, I did a horrible job of explaining it. But I hope I intrigued you enough to go research that and go down the YouTube rabbit hole, figure out what NFTs are. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, does a lot of interviews about NFTs and what that means. Um, he puts it into pretty dumb terms that I can understand, uh, that you might understand because you're all smarter than I am. Um, but here's the whole point of this is that uh, charitable giving in the US was like uh, half a billion dollars in 2020, okay? Crypto uh, currency has nearly a three trillion dollar market and it's moving into the social sector and nonprofits could see a significant amount of this money, but you're going to have to figure out how to get that and accept crypto donations. And I would highly recommend that you and your leadership team do a little bit of research on that 
uh, figure out a, a place that works, right? Uh, figure out somebody who is, you know, bit give or a give track or uh, sort of the giving block, uh, whatever the case may be, find somebody who can get you something on your landing page so that you can accept uh, this type of money. It's super important. The last little musing I had today, too, um, because I know you have things to do. You have thank you notes to write. You've got thank you calls to do today. It's Giving Tuesday, right? Um, I want to talk about the end of the year. You have probably two real good weeks of fundraising face-to-face left before the end of the year. That week of Christmas, you're lucky to get in front of people with travel plans, um, and, and, and people just shutting down for the year, right? They're probably that last, uh, that last week in the entire, uh, year kids mostly have it off from school. So you're going to get parents who you want to get a hold of. They're going to be, you know, uh, sitting at home with their kids, uh, from then until the new year. So you have a finite amount of time that you can get out to make interesting conversations with wonderful supporters to gain, their um, uh, support for your end of year campaigns. Two weeks, about two weeks. So what are you going to do? I would suggest finding your top five priorities and making that your bit. Find the top 10 people that you need to get a hold of and you need to just get in and rock a conversation about what their gifts could do. Do not be ashamed and do not be nervous about making asks directly. People want to give, they want to help, they don't know how. You're at the point during this year, at the end of the year, that you don't have the luxury of drawing out more time with your donors. If we didn't do this six months ago, if you haven't been building relationships with folks six months ago, you're probably behind the times. So it is totally okay and totally acceptable to say, hey, listen, Phil or Phyllis, let's go with Phyllis. Those we know it's the end of the year. Um, we are ramping up our giving campaign for 2021. We know you've been an awesome supporter of ours. And uh, we first off like to say thank you. You're the best. We just love having you as a part of our donor family. We're really looking to make a massive push towards the end of the year to use every sort of tax advantage that you might have, all the all the benefits uh, for end of year giving. We would love to be considered in your end of year giving plan. Would you consider a gift of $1,000 towards our organization? Or would you consider a gift towards our organization? If you don't feel comfortable saying a number, though, I would suggest you do. People are going to guess at what you need unless you say it. But Pat, what if I ask too much? Who cares? Nobody's ever been punched in the face for asking for too much money for an organization that people care about. They might say no, and that's totally okay, but nobody's been punched in the face. So if you do need like a $10,000 push towards the end of the year, say, hey, listen, we are trying to reach $10,000 by the end of the year with certain select big uh, supporters of our organization. You're one of them. Would you be interested in helping us reach that financial goal of $10,000 by the end of the year? You've now set the table. You've said out loud 
that this is the number you're trying to reach. They know that they're not, you're not looking for $20 gifts, but they can also sort of rationalize in their brain how much they have left to give or how much they could give or what they're going to do by the end of the year. That, that doesn't, or ask them for a thousand bucks. And if they say, no, that's too much. Hey, can't blame a guy for trying. Is there a number that's more comfortable for you? Throw it right back at them. We've talked about this before, but it's really good reminder that you just need to practice, practice, practice so that you can make sure you're having wonderful conversations with donors. And if you need to make an ask, make an ask. And please do consider saying a number because people don't know. They can't assume. They can't read your mind. And if you don't tell them what you need, they're going to guess. And they're probably going to guess wrong because they're not as in tune to what things cost at your organization. Another thing to talk about and to think about, I think, at the end of the year is consider an inflation ask. This is I've been playing around with this recently, so I'm going to work on this in real time with you today after I take a sip of coffee. But what I mean is, is that you've noticed the rising prices in everything from food to gas and to heating bills, everything. Your organization is probably experiencing the same thing. In addition, your organization is probably experiencing the, the struggles with hiring or keeping employees. So what if you came out to your donors and suggested that, hey, listen, you know as well as we do that uh, inflation is taking a toll on organizations and households all over the place. We've got individuals who are not making you know, a hundred dollars an hour. We have minimum wage or a little above minimum wage individuals that we would like to help out um, financially, either bonuses or, or additional benefits or making sure that they feel appreciated so that we can continue having happy employees to give the best possible, uh, you know, uh, services to those that we are helping in the community. Would you consider a gift to help us celebrate and show our appreciation to our incredible staff. Now, a lot of you are going to go, well, people don't like to give to overhead. They would in that situation. I mean, they should anyway. We should be training ourselves and our donors to give to overhead because that's what makes everything work. If you don't have your overhead, if you don't have employees, you don't have programs, which means your employees are part of your programs and your overhead is part of your, your, uh, your program. If you don't have it, you don't have a program. But anyway, that I digress. We don't need to get on that soapbox today. But ask specifically for gifts that they can you that you can use with no restrictions. Ask for gifts that you think that you can use to benefit employee happiness and joy. Because those are the ones that you are going to have a very a much better time trying to save uh, them from leaving to show their appreciation. And then your donors get to know exactly where your money goes to. It went to employee engagement. It went to training. It went to uh, making those who serve or those that were helping to serve better. That's the sales piece here. Don't be afraid to ask for stuff that makes your organization tick. It's totally okay. And what a great gift that people can give at the end of the year. They're not looking to buy stuff, right? People don't need stuff. 
They might need money. They might need gas money. They might need a car payment. They might need, like, these are the things that your average worker and average employee, you probably worry about all the time. Let's reduce the worry. Let's ask our donors for those kind of things. And I think you're going to make it a better place. Hey, listen, good luck today. Whether you're participating in Giving Tuesday or not, totally fine. You still have an opportunity to engage your donors today. Call them up. Hey, are you participating in Giving Hearts Day or Giving Tuesday? No, we're not. But we're always accepting donations. And we'll, uh, we'll have our own individual Giving Tuesday day just for you. We'd love that. That's a great That's a great way to do it. So if you aren't uh, engaged actively, if you aren't participating, if you haven't built your marketing plan around it, no worries. Still make a call today. People are thinking about giving. It's, you know, after Cyber Monday, they're thinking about all the guilty things that they bought online that they probably shouldn't have for, you know, kids or grandkids or whatever. They want to give to an organization like yours. So call them, make an ask. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Make sure that you are doing your due diligence when it comes to cryptocurrency and how you can accept them. If you need anything, call me, you know, send me an email. I will help you uh, navigate this crazy world. Uh, Do yourself a favor and, and look up some NFT stuff. That's coming down the pike. And I think some of your auctions could probably benefit from this as well. We're going to get into that later in uh, in the year. I'm going to bring on some experts because I need to understand this too. And I need to uh, figure out how we can use this for good. We're all going to learn together. It's going to be great. Uh, and number three, hey, you've got a couple of weeks left for end of year. Don't waste it. Call people, say thanks make a specific ask and don't get them. You got this. Uh, thanks for sticking around uh, and uh, for listening in on this lovely episode of the official Do Good Better podcast with just you and me hanging out together. It's like we're in the same room, having a coffee, talking about life. It's going to be great. Uh, hope you have a great Giving Tuesday. Hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next week when we've got uh, additional guests and uh, we'll back at it to the old official Do Good Better podcast. Talk to them. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer, A Practical Guide to Staying Sane While Doing Good for Free, because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code PODCAST. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase and... I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer and I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.